The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah. Welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Welcome to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. My name is Eliza Gelman, and you have a solo episode with me again this week. <laughs> and if you are enjoying these, great. I checked my TikTok for the first time in a couple weeks the other day, and I'm sorry, in a couple days. And there were comments from people that I did not know saying that they liked the podcast. So here we fucking go. Here we are. And thank you for listening. If this is your first time, welcome to the madness. We are going to be talking about a couple quick tips for listening to your gut when it comes to food, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to any big decision that comes in your life. <clears throat> Pardon me. This is, again, tr- complete transparency, like I would speak any other way, but I want to give you guys an update on what's been going on in life r- real briefly. As you all know, transition's happening. I am moving to Charlotte in the beginning of May. Lease starts, apparently, well, my lease starts in April, but I can't move until May because I'm traveling so much for work. All blessings, all so excited. Couldn't be, could not be more grateful. We have truly so many trips, yes, for work, but also for pleasure, for joy. And okay, I, I have to just say this and state this out loud. I have to state the obvious. I am not saying that I regret anything. What I left behind in January was something that was, it was one of the hardest decisions that I've made in my life and something that I was extremely, I was extremely mindful of the timing, how I did it, if I should do it, uh, And I decided that in January, I knew that if I wanted to get to the next step in my life, then I had to close a door. And I want to mention this, that there was not one single aha moment. A lot of people would ask, how did you really know? How did you know when it was really time? I think if I'm being honest with myself, there were maybe times after the first year that I realized we could have been on the we could have been on different pages and I'm not going to get into the details but there were times that I thought oh yeah that makes sense logically but it didn't feel right and when you can't explain it 
when you can't quite put your finger on it, but you get, you get a gut feeling, that is when you know. And I do believe that after a certain amount of time that that all happened, I think that, or I know that after feeling that sense of knowing, but not fully understanding where it's coming from, it compounded, it compiled. And I think that I ignored my gut for a really long time, but eventually it came to a head and I knew that if I wanted something in my life to change, then I had to do what I was most resistant to do, which was the hard thing. And since since January, there have been more opportunities for my career, more opportunities to spend time with the people that are closest to me, and more opportunities for me to set a really deep foundation somewhere in Charlotte. And I've always loved Charleston. It's amazing. But I've talked about this, so I won't be a broken record, but there, I felt drawn to Charlotte as the next step. Not as a fresh slate, not as a free spirit. Ooh, you know, all new things, brand new, fresh start. That really isn't how I'm feeling. I feel expanded here and I feel like there's a lot more potential and like-minded in the area that I'm in. Now, with all that being said, so many things have been opening up for me lately. And and I really, if there is something in your life that you, if you can ask yourself, sit down and solidly ask yourself, look yourself in the mirror and say, ask yourself, what am I most resistant to in life? What decision am I resistant to that I know is right, but is hard? What is the what is the habit? What is the shift in my lifestyle that I'm most resistant to? Is it, is it reducing alcohol? Is it adopting some type of wellness practice, fitness practice? Is it journaling more? Is it less time on your cell phone, less caffeine? Is it breaking up with a significant other if you know that that relationship has run its course? Or is it a friendship? Whatever it is, what are you resistant to? And rip the band-aid. There has not been one time in my life more than right now where I trust and believe that if you jump, the net shall appear. And that is what has been happening over the past three months. Holy shit, it's been three months. That is crazy. But that's what's been happening. If I have been, the more that I've gone with my gut, the more opportunities have opened up. And good feelings have come up. I'm, I'm just following the good, the right feeling. And I think that I made so many hard but right decisions that my gut is like really in tune right now. It's really, I think my gut is rewarding me by being in tune. That was maybe one of the more ambiguous statements that I've met, that I've said. But I, okay. One of the cool things, here's here's something I can share that's pretty specific. So I went to a charity event the other night. There was a gala event that our company was invited to and we had four seats and I was one of the employees that went, one of the uh, executive facilitator coaches that, that went. And it was at this gorgeous restaurant in Charlotte and the charity is really, really incredible. It's called Hoop Tea Charities and what they do is they educate and facilitate different uh, younger children who might not have the means, they might not have the resources or opportunities to get involved with sports 
uh, golf and basketball. And I did in Charleston, I did a lot of work with big brothers, big sisters, and I was obsessed with it. It was amazing. And I can't wait to do something like that here. But the Hoop Tea Charity was absolutely incredible. And we went to an event to support and there was an auction and there were all these people and there was a red car or a, a blue carpet. And I don't want to work because I didn't actually get to meet this person, but I turned around and there was this sexy ass man behind me. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And you know, this was a gala event. So I had on a nice high neck dress and I, it was low back and I was feeling good. Had the heels, had the hair, had the jewelry, you know, things, things were looking dewy, things were looking good, but I still feel a little out of my league because these are celebrities and NFL players and basketball players and golfers and uh, and there were, oh my God, there were a couple of, was it Luke Combs or, oh my God, someone's going to kill me. It wasn't Luke Combs. Maybe it was a couple of country singers were there. A couple of NASCAR cup, uh, drivers were there. And then the sexy man behind me. And I looked, I looked to the, my colleague to my right and I, he's a sports guy. And I said, wait, who is that guy? Why do I know his face? It was Larry Fitzgerald. And boy, let me tell you, he cleans up nice. Wow. Larry, uh, hopefully a loyal listener soon. That great work, great suit. I have similar looking luggage to what you brought in. And I think we'd get along really well. This is, I'm not sure if you're married. I'm not sure if you are in the middle of a relationship. If you are, then all respect, all love. But wow, Larry Fitzgerald, that is my celebrity crush. And I don't know anything about him other than he used to be an NFL player and he's just gorgeous. So that was fun. Muggsy Bogues was there. And I just honestly, being in a room that intimately with with that many shoulders to rub. I don't hate that phrase, but it was, I, I mean, full imposter syndrome. Why am I here? What, <laughs> what am I doing here? Please nobody ask me about sports. All I know is Panthers. All I know is I played softball and they called me Eliza Gazelman when I was a 12 because I was the oldest one on the team and I ran faster. And that's the extent of sports. I can I can lift, I can jump, I can sprint, I have great form, but I don't know shit about sports. And that is my Achilles heel. Don't ask me about sports. I love sports. I like to go to games. I like to be around it. I like to hear about it. But I, it, one ear out the other. Things are not retaining. I am truly, I have the, the retention for my sports knowledge is so low that I had to pull my phone up to refer to a text message where I told someone about Larry Fitzgerald or ask someone about Larry Fitzgerald so that I would remember his name on this podcast. That is that is the level of to which my sports retention and memory. But now I'll remember Larry Fitzgerald. Larry, since you're listening, just trust me, I'll remember your name. That's the level at which my sports retention is at right now. But again, going with your gut, if you want to Wow, what a callback. Going with your gut, if you want to be able to really truly cultivate the cultivate the ability to listen to your gut, listen to your your instinctual feelings because for some people our gut 
might tell you something right in the beginning and then that feeling might go away and it's hard to remember. For other situations, your gut is screaming at you the whole time, hey, this is wrong. Both situations are important to listen, but I think that trusting yourself and and, because if we don't trust ourselves, what else do we have? What else do we have? We can't, uh, nobody is going to have our best interest as heart at heart as much as we will. Listen to your gut. Ask yourself, and this is, this is a practice that I would do with myself regularly. And the same thing is coming, was coming up for me for seven or eight months figuring out, is this my gut or am I just struggling right now? When I made the decision to confront and address the the difficulty and the challenge that was I was most resistant to, but that I knew if I could conquer it, then I would get to the next level essentially of my life. That when I made that decision that I knew was best for me but was the hardest, that is how I truly believe our gut That is how I truly believe that our gut will be able to tell us what is right. Do something. What is right is not always easy. I will be very clear about that. It will be the hardest shit ever. And even once you decide and you figure out what you've been most resistant to, you still have to do it. It is not enough to just recognize what you're resistance to. Because if you don't take actionable steps to change and address what you are resistant to, nothing will change. You will be in that stagnant cycle. It's tough. It's, it's hard. I understand. And if you're someone who has been extremely resistant to saying no to some social situations because they don't better you, or if you are resistant to quitting your job because you know there's something better out there, but you're just not sure, begin to take those actionable steps. How can you protect yourself while also ensuring that you are doing what's right for you in the long run? I think that I, I kept telling friends this when we would talk about a breakup. I would say, look, what I do know is I completely lost my train of thought because a bird flew by the window. Jesus. I knew that what was right was not easy and that was okay with me. And I knew it wasn't going to go away in a couple of months. I knew nothing was going to be fixed in a couple of months. Shit. I had something really good and I cannot remember so much for my wisdom. Maybe it'll come back to me. Perhaps it won't. But honestly, this episode might only be 14 minutes. So here we are. God, I am so excited to finally just be living in one space. But I'm traveling. Nobody gives a shit about this. Um, but here's here's what I will say. This is a little tip that I wanted to give for people who travel for work and have to eat corporate food or maybe their company is doing a lunch and learn. Maybe they're doing a, maybe you have something that you don't get to select your food choices, but I'm at this, um, in Charlotte, I have a, we have a work conference this week and the company that's hosting it 
does lunch and they do a light breakfast spread. Now, typically in the morning, I will bring for post-workout, I'll bring a snack and then I'll eat a little bit of something like some eggs at the event space. But this morning, I forgot. Normally, I have been bringing a banana and an RX bar or a protein shake because I've been going to the gym at six or six or seven. And then I'll get to the session at nine. But this morning they had, I forgot, I forgot. And I'm the queen of prep and I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. And I had a really dope leg day. Oh, here's a fun fact. I'm going to tangent real quick and then we'll get back to the food and the eggs and the breakfast and the prep. This morning I looked at, I, I knew that I was tired, but, or I knew that my body was a little bit tired, but I was like, okay, mentally I'm awake. I can get up to the gym. Got up at 5.30. I was ready to walk out the door at 6.30. I had meditated, had my greens juice, like not to brag, but it was fucking awesome. But I was ready and I knew that my body was really tired and I looked at my flow app to see where I was in my cycle so that I could say, okay, maybe maybe I'm just tired, but I can still push it at the gym or do I really need to listen to myself so I don't get injured? And, or, or become completely fatigued throughout the day because what where we're working, you have to be on all day long. And I looked and it says that I was about seven, six or seven days. I can't remember out from my cycle beginning. And it is absolutely and crazy because what's happening at this phase in your cycle is your progesterone starts to rise a bit. So you are having, maybe your appetite is increasing, but one other symptom of that that I'm realizing that I'm just now learning is an increase in your base body temperature. Last night, I slept totally butt-ass naked because I was so hot in the middle of the night. I thought I was having hot flashes. And normally, I run cold. I am a frigid girl. I am co- I'm like the blue hands kind of girl. It's not cute. I'm always cold. But I was so hot last night. And I had the fan on, you know, like the leg over the sheet just sprawled. It's not cute. But I could not cool down. And then this morning I was doing that research and I saw that sometimes your your base temperature is increased during that time, meaning the first two minutes of my workout. And I I wasn't jumping. I was doing, I think I had like a 45-pound kettlebell and I was doing single leg deadlifts. I felt pretty good about that. But it was nothing that raised my heart rate super high. It wasn't super humid. It was a little bit chilly actually this morning. And I was dripping sweat. I mean, I would I would go down in my deadlift and I would have droplets of sweat coming off in the first two minutes. And normally it takes me a little bit to sweat. I sweat a shit ton, but it normally takes me a little bit longer. It was immediate. And I was like, this is crazy. How quickly the, how quickly you can heat up during that part of your cycle. So if you're looking at your flow app and you are seven to five to however many days, don't FaceTime me right now to away from your cycle beginning, see if you've been feeling hot because everyone in the classroom today that we were coaching in was freezing and I was just I was happy as a clam I was looking good today I had like all black the heels were high the hands were tight things were looking good and I was like sorry guys I feel great and normally I'm the one who's freezing in the back so next week when I'm teaching another session I'm sure I'll be a frigid girl but 
I thought that was so interesting. Take a look at your flow app and see where you're going. Sorry, I have to rub my eyebrows. Sometimes you just have to rub your eyebrows. It feels really good. And it just calms you down. It has been a long day. It is 7.30 on Wednesday. This has to go out <laughs> tomorrow on Friday. Oh my God, on Thursday, excuse me. But yeah, getting back to the holy tangent. If this is your first time listening, I promise it's not always like this. Yes, it kind of is. But I forgot my typical, I know this isn't a full balanced breakfast. I fully understand that, but I really am on the go. And maybe tonight I just need to make some overnight chia pudding. That maybe that's what I'll do. But I forgot my, my breakfast. And then I get to the thing. And the other day there was this big fruit tray and there was, I don't remember what, what else there was. And I thought, okay, I'll just do that. Not today, Satan. There were only, this, here were the options. And this is a really nice company, like a really nice company. So they have full meals out, but they like to do have a little variety. And today, <laughs> they surely did. They had just a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant or an egg and cheese croissant. My happy ass was actually so pleased that I forgot because these croissants were so fat and buttery and the eggs were melty cheesy. And here's the, your girl. I woke up, had my greens juice, had my coffee with cinnamon and a little bit of protein powder to keep my balanced blood sugar levels. I had tons of water that was filtered and I was feeling good. I meditated and then I had a fucking bacon, not a bacon, a, just a cheese and egg croissant. I only ate the bottom half of the croissant because if I do too many carbs, then my blood sugar will go wild and I'll be so tired throughout the day. But I thought, you know what? Better this than me just go have a kind bar, which I don't fuck with kind bars. They're not healthy. It's not a healthy substitute. I mean, it's healthier than Funyuns, but they're not. I mean, just enjoy it. Don't try and act like you're having a vegetable. It's really, it's not... Sorry to shame kind. It's just not my jam. But anyways, I thought you should know that if there is a time when you are heading out and you have your work trip and you know that your company is hosting or your boss is ordering lunch in and you don't have the opportunity to choose uh, or select your individual meal, if you can wake up and hydrate yourself hit your gut with a glass of greens juice in the morning, maybe add a bit of protein or a tiny bit of fat, have a couple macadamia nuts with your coffee so that you're not spiking your blood sugar, add some cinnamon. If you can set your body up and your gut up with the greens in the morning before your meal, then you will have already been filling in some of those nutritional gaps that you will be missing throughout the day. Because it's not in a company's it's not the first thing that they're thinking of, you know, their, their business focus. They're not trying to say, Oh, we got to make sure they have a very balanced meal. We got to make sure we're filling in all their nutritional gaps. That's really not their scope. It's, it's not their area of genius. So doing yourself that favor, travel with your greens juice, the Organifi greens juice packets that I'm obsessed with. They do have the travel packets. I personally use a canister and it lasts me a couple months, maybe two or three months because I just do half a scoop or three fourths of a scoop sometimes. But the Organifi Greens Powder is my favorite. I use the green apple flavor. That's what I use this morning. So I do my 20 ounces of regular water or 32 ounces if I have my mason jar 
Then I do another 20 ounces with the greens. I mix it up. Then I meditate. It will set you up for your morning conference call and you will feel amazing. Listeners of the Hotter Than Health podcast get 20% off by using the code HTH. You can go to HTH. You can go to organifi.com backslash HTH and get 20% off. And of course, if you bundle things, you save more and you get more. It's amazing. The best way to support the show. But it's one way to fill in your nutritional gaps in the morning, because if you don't know what's coming at you for the rest of the day or lunch or snacks, if that's even possible, ensure that you are hydrating throughout the day because sometimes the food that they serve is extra salty. There could be MSG. There also could be times during the day when you your energy is low and you go quickly to grab food or a snack, something sweet, sugary, carby that might be super highly processed when maybe your body is thirsty. So I highly encourage extra hydration. If you can add some electrolytes, fantastic. But do set yourself up for success filling in those nutritional gaps in the morning before you start your day. If this wasn't the most tangent-based episode that I've ever done, I'm also, I also just ate dinner. I mean, I ate dinner at 6.40. We're 23 minutes in. It's 7.30. Your girl has been busy. But all blessings, all happy, all is good. And I'm really excited because we are going to have an interview coming soon talking about eating for different phases of your cycle and getting even more involved in that. But make sure you are rating us five stars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It is the purple app on your phone. And without further ado, I'm going to leave you. Have an amazing rest of your week. Have a great weekend and I will talk to you next Thursday.